0: This is the Unleashed on Marketing podcast with Gary Bembridge. In each podcast, I draw on over 25 years of experience to look at what we can learn from a new trend, marketing or advertising campaign, or anything else that caught my eye. Visit GaryBenbridge.com to contact me. But now, it's time to get Unleashed on Marketing. The Times of London paywall there iPad app and four reasons why I like what they're doing and what we can learn from it. Hi, I'm Gary Bembridge and this is Marketing Unleashed. Much has been made by journalists and media commentators, mostly competitors of News International who own the Times, of the move by them to charge for access to their website and also to sell and ask people to pay for a subscription to the iPad app to get the daily newspaper downloaded every day. The data will finally tell us who was right, although early data suggests traffic on the site, the Times, online, fell by three quarters, versus the 90% that many, including themselves, had projected. Also, the charts I saw suggested that unique visitors to the competitive news sites like The Guardian, The Telegraph, was not up, which suggested that perhaps the same set of people are looking at multiple news sites versus each one having their own unique set of people. Anyway, I thought it would be good to enter the discussion as a user and explain why I like and think the move is interesting, and certainly with my marketing hat on, why I think marketeers and digital players can and should learn for it. So to declare my interest, I've subscribed to the iPad Times News app, which costs nine ninety nine a month, although they're constantly promoting it as they uh, learn how to go, etc., etc. So here are the four things about the move that I like so far, and I believe from a marketeer and digital player, we should pay attention. Number one, it focuses on the core target. In all the debate, the assumption has been that news is generic. It's not focused on the brand. It doesn't surprise me that the competitive sites have not seen a huge increase in unique users, as I suspect that some people, maybe many people, including me, would look at multiple sites covering news to see different points of view and Different ways of covering things. But as a loyal Times reader offline, I ended up putting money where my loyalty lies. When it comes to news, there are brands and providers that users are loyal to and have affinities with. I love, for example, getting my TV news from Sky News, others from BBC. I love reading The Times. I buy and consume The Times as I like the editorial focus, I like the style, and I like the whole kind of ethos of the brand, if you like. I like the familiarity. This is why people choose brands. The move is focusing on brand users and brand loyals at the expense potentially of volume. But they can focus then on serving the needs of loyal users and try to get them to stay longer, spend more. So finding ways of adding value and keeping loyal users and encouraging repeats is a good marketing instinct and a good marketing tactic. Volume and trial is always easier to get, especially if it's free. But that's not what makes money, or probably more importantly, makes margin over time. So I like the fact that they're focusing on the core target market and working out how do they make them happier and how do they make more money from them. The second thing that I like that I think we can learn from is that they are experimenting and learning. They have made a move, they're trying, and they're experimenting. They're daring to go against the considered opinions and are constantly evolving the offer and actively asking for thoughts and input. This is what good innovation is about. I learned recently that the best and most successful innovators are ones that keep doing things, trying changes, prototyping, testing live, and constantly evolving. They have a belief that good journalism costs and are trying to make it work. I admire trying. More people win by trying than sitting by and waiting for others to prove something. So constant experimentation and constant learning is, again, a good marketing instinct. The third thing I like and think that we can learn is they're using the tools to interact and engage. They have a very active Twitter feed that will contact you, ask for feedback on queries, and engage in a conversation. It's excellent, and they will actively ask and push information. I feel as a person, where the, the the brand is becoming important, not only really important to me, but I'm important to them. I'm not just one of a zillion of readers. I think this part of the mix is something that is really powerful and underestimated in importance. They're making the loyal user feel part of the family and valued by using tools to interact and engage as they've attracted them into the new media. So again, the loyal user not only is interacting, feels part of the dialogue, but again is being rewarded. My fourth thing that I like that I think we can learn is the iPad app is better than the paper but familiar. It's a product improvement. It has added value and is not a substitute. In my view the app is much better than the website which is just like many other news websites online. But the iPad app is great. It has the occasional technical problems but they work on it fast and it is for me key The Times looks better on the iPad than on the paper. It feels familiar. It reads like the paper we used to, but has added features and is easy to navigate. For me, the iPad app is better than the site, as it feels like the product I like. And as a consumer, it's better. I think this is really, really interesting, because as they've moved forward and, and tried to embrace digital, they have tried to add value, they've improved on the product, and therefore as you switch from the traditional paper into the iPad app, you're getting a better deal. You can access the paper earlier and easier than ever before. You can download it from about four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. You can read it offline and it's so it's a whole different ball game. It's easier to access, it's quicker, it's more flexible, it looks better. It's a product improvement. What don't I like? I don't like that for the £9.99 monthly fee to the iPad, you don't get access to the website online, you have to pay for that again, which seems slightly strange. And again, that's maybe something to think about from a pricing perspective, something else we can learn. But I think the four things above are key, as they provide some guidance for us as we think about digital and we think about online as marketeers. Focus on the brand loyal. Experiment and learn. Push the boundaries, don't just copy. Ensure your offering is a product improvement, not just an alternative. And use the tools to engage and interact. Personally, I hope it succeeds because I'm hooked to the app. What do you think? Why don't you leave a comment on the blog at garybenbridge.com or visit there and email me. Also remember, it would be great if you do subscribe or listen to the podcast to perhaps next time you're on iTunes to rate it and leave some comments there. That's always a great help. So until next time, here's to great marketing. You've been listening to Unleashed on Marketing with Gary Bembridge. Why don't you join the debate and get Unleashed yourself? All you need to do is visit GaryBembridge.com and add your comments to the debate on this week's topic. While there, why not read the Unleashed on Marketing blog and sign up for the updates. So join the debate and add your views at UnleashedonMarketing at GaryBembridge.com.